Hello and welcome to Season 4 of the Global Founders Podcast. This is Drew Precious, Director of Communications at the Presidential Precinct. On Global Founders, you will hear from trusted voices who are working to further any of the precinct's six core focus areas. We hope that these conversations will spark new ideas, encouraging and empowering leaders in their work, ultimately moving us all towards the precinct's vision of thriving, just, and free societies worldwide. And now, on with today's episode. Hi, everybody. I am so grateful to be here today with Takwa Khalifi. Um, Takwa is a 2019 alumna of our Global Leadership Forum. Uh, she is a communications expert and consultant who works with the United Nations, um, also a non-governmental organization management professional. Um, she is dedicated uh, recently in her career to promoting the sustainable development goals uh, especially women's empowerment, gender equality, and also education and human development. So Takwa, I will turn it over to you to tell us just a bit more about yourself. Hello, Drew. I'm glad to join the Global Founders podcast today with a presidential precinct. Um, so I'm Takwa. I'm a presidential precinct alumna, and I'm from Tunisia. I have a master's degree in management for non-governmental organizations from Tunis Business School, and I also studied community leadership development at George Mason University of Washington, D.C. I'm trilingual communication expert specialized in sustainable development goals, international development, and partnership building. And I'm specialized more on uh, working on women empowerment, education, and those uh, related fields. So I'm currently working with the United Nations Development Program, uh, Doha, which is called UNDP. And I work on the SDGs and partnerships for the goals as part of the UNDP mission to engage country or government counterpart on the UNDP mission activities. And I was also representing my home country, Tunisia, as part of the Ubuntu United Nations initiative with or in collaboration with um, World Leaders Academy. So uh, I was working also on the sustainable development goals and how to engage leaders from across the globe to on uh, social justice, human rights and SDGs promotion. And I also worked with United Nations headquarters, uh, Department of Economic and Social Affairs, uh, Division of SDGs as an intern. And I had the opportunity to work on integrated recovery planning and policy coherence towards the sustainable development goals in the context of the COVID-19. And I was working on the Arab world and the Arab region and some countries in Asia as well, helping people to, uh, to increase knowledge and capacity in adapting relevant integrated um, planning methodologies and tools to accelerate the implementation of the country's national sustainable development strategies. Uh, so yeah, I'm really passionate about bringing positive change to communities. I'm passionate also about the SDGs, uh, human international development, women empowerment, and also education, as I mentioned it. And I did not mention that I'm an artist as well. So I do visual arts and painting, and I promote for women empowerment, education, gender, <coughs> and gender equality through my art. So yeah, this is a short introduction about me. If that's the short introduction, then I can't imagine um, how long we could go with the long introduction. It's absolutely an honor to talk to you today, and, and um, I'm, I'm so glad to be back with you. And Taco, you were one of the last programs that the precinct hosted uh, when you came here yeah. to spend a week with us in Charlottesville before the pandemic hit. And so 
you know, as we as an organization are kind of on the tail end of the pandemic and looking towards in-person <laughs> programs again, we've we've really been kind of clinging to <laughs> your particular group that was here with us. So <laughs> thank you for that. Um, tell us tell us today just a little bit more about um, the sustainable development goals, what they mean to you, um, particularly what this idea of women's empowerment means to you um, coming out of Tunisia and um, yeah, just give us a little bit more context into to why those particular topics are, are so central in the work that you do. So the story of SDGs and women's empowerment started, started like um, a few years ago um, because I discovered the word of the United Nations and the international development and nonprofits when I first join it a model United Nations club and that was a few years ago and I really was like passionate about how 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 we can like bring positive change communities through those programs and through those like development programs because if you go back into time if you go back to my childhood I grew up with four sisters and no brother and I saw the sadness in Bert's eyes because of not having a son so mm. that was really like touching for me it speaks to me because I saw that I saw that because I was living in in small villages where girls lack words so I saw really this and I and I understood why women empowerment is really important so I started working on that through my art and I started like promoting for this through paintings uh promoting for the importance of educa education for women and girls empowering them at an early age. And then I started working on career development and I helped different girls and uh, in, in, in the US as well in Tunisia working on their career development at an early age. So from that, I started working more on other topics from, for the education and international development. I started working on human rights as well. So. I saw that this is really important, and I and as a non-governmental organization management professional, I saw that I have a big role in this, and my contribution should be positive to those communities I am living in, or I'm living with. So yeah, so that was really important for me. Wow. So so you both have this incredibly personal reason to be doing this work, but also a, yeah. a desire to reach far far beyond your own individual story and and impact your community and uh, communities widely all around the world. And I know that um, particularly as you, you know, work through the UN, you're, you're doing that. You mentioned to me um, just before we started this conversation that uh, this, the work that you're doing now really was preceded by a, a significant shift in your career. And so could you tell us just a bit more about that and, and, and how you've kind of walked through that shift? Well, let me tell you a story because I love storytelling. Um, so yeah, I studied anesthesia intensive care for anesthesia resuscitation. That was my undergraduate studies, uh, which catches a lot of people off guard. For never, I tell anybody I studied anesthesia and now I work for international development. So I like to call that 180 degree <laughs> transformation. <laughs> That's what it was for me. Fair enough. So, yeah. <laughs> so short, shortly after my undergraduate degree, I realized I did not want to be a clinician or an anesthetist. 
I wanted to help people and I knew that very well. Like I care a lot about people, but I didn't want to know, I didn't want to help them in my capacity as an activist. So mm. I I wanted to help them, but I just I just did not want how. Then, as I told you, I joined some clubs in, uh, in my community, like local clubs working on model United Nations. And I started discovering that word in the UN system and nonprofit sector. So I started volunteering and working for local associations and organizations after I decided to quit my job, uh, which, was, which wasn't easy for me because it was really sure. like, um, I was really frustrated and I was really struggling with mental health issues and depression, also the society pressure, because you know, you have like a job, you are uh, working a full-time job, you get paid. So why shifting and why doing this? But because I was listening to the inner voice inside of me and I knew that I, that I have potential and I have a dream. And I knew that after exploring different sectors, I knew that I wanted to specialize in nonprofit sector. Um, because I felt that it speaks a lot to me. So yeah, after that, I applied for a master's degree and I was accepted in uh, a master's degree in management of non-governmental organizations. It was like the transfer, the, the transformation point or the really important uh, event in my life because at that point uh, or at that level, I realized that I succeeded to switch my career and I succeeded to do what I really wanted to do. And yeah, from that moment, it, it opened doors to me and I started working. I traveled to the US and uh, participated in a fellowship there and studied in George Mason University. And then um, like um, I met you there. So we worked on the Global Leadership Forum. So yeah, it opened doors for me. And now I'm working on international development. I'm specialized in this field. Wow. Okay, so <laughs> I have so many questions <laughs> that come to mind as a result. Go ahead. Um, I just first want to stop for a minute and just appreciate who you are and all that you have accomplished to move yourself into a new career path entirely to kind of take that initiative and responsibility, but also not to just plow past the incredible challenges that you had to overcome to get there, both um, health challenges, social challenges. For those in our precinct community who maybe are listening to this and um, either are in the early stages of wanting to make a bit of a career shift, uh, some similar way that you did, or maybe they're in that the middle of it where it just seems like it's not working. It seems like it's more pressure than they can handle. Or it seems um, like there's really not uh, the opportunity to make that step, what words of advice would you offer? Because having gone through all of this, um, I, I just really value your, your point of view and, and, and your kind of leadership lessons and looking back on all of this. Yeah, Drew, it's really important to, to know what you really want in this life. And it's really important to listen to your inner voice. Well, for me, it was strategic, strategically uh, like strategic planning because I was trying to know first what I want, what I want to do because I realized I didn't want to work as a clinician or, or as an acidist. I didn't want to work in the, in the medical field, but I was trying to find my place in this work. So it was really important to 
to take the first step of listening yourself, exploring sectors, to know what you really want to do. Maybe, maybe when you read a book, you know that you read something that could be an opportunity for you to guide you through the to the right path. Maybe knowing someone who talks about something and and you you're like, okay, this is what I really want to do. You get what I mean? So it's really important at the first stage to know what you really want to do and this mm -hmm. comes with networking uh exploring sectors um and then i was like i i have to do it you know i i i faced a lot of challenges but i had to to overcome those things i knew that i have to believe in myself first and i have to believe in my capabilities uh, at that moment, I didn't have so many like skills. My English wasn't good. I was uh, fluent in French, not in English. So I knew that I have to work on myself first in order to throw my myself in the marketplace, in the uh, job uh, job market, and so on. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, believing in yourself and working on upgrading your skills is really important at this stage sometimes sometimes that motivation or that energy makes you outstanding from the others even even if they are skilled more than you but that mm -hmm. fire inside of you and that passion makes people like appreciate uh, appreciate it and makes like a hiring manager maybe believe in you and want you for the girls and women who are listening to me now i would say uh, females are the most beautiful and gorgeous creatures in the world. And I think that you can do whatever you want if you believe in yourself and if you work hard. Takwa, I don't even know how to follow that up. I, <laughs> <laughs> you've done it. You speak from experience. You um, have um, the words that I do really believe um, can inspire and already are, are inspiring. And, and then you've also got a, a really beautiful talent in your art as well, right? And, and so, <laughs> yeah. um, I, you know, we, we know we know now that you're a motivational speaker um, <laughs> in addition to the work that you do. So uh, tell me, tell me about your art. Tell me about um, how that fits into your story and, and, and how you found um, this outlet for creative expression. Oh, this is the beautiful part when talking about my art. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I've been uh, drawing and painting since my childhood, and I, I, I love colors, and I love when I express myself through through pictures, through uh, sometimes abstract drawings. I love to to copy past my feelings on my canvas, so it's really it's really helpful for me and I experienced that during my my depression when I told you that this and I experienced that when I feel like struggling when I feel down I take my brushes my oil colors my canvas and go and just just paint I sometimes close my eyes and just let the my emotions or my energy like move my hands to do something on the canvas because it's it really helps so uh, step by step, I started like uh, talking about myself and talking about my my story through my art. I started spontaneously talking about my um, my resistance to my to my resistance to my work as an acidist. 
so yeah uh, so um, I started doing art exhibitions working on um, the SDGs I won some uh, prizes from UNESCO and I participated in some uh, competitions about art and SDGs and art and uh, mental health so yeah, I was like trying to use it to speak to people because it's a, a communication tool, you know. So yeah, I invite you to, to take a look to my paintings. Sure, sure. And we'll include a link <laughs> somewhere or another in the description of this episode, uh, just I'm sure for people to, to see some of your work. Um, in addition to being inspired by your words, like you said, there's um, certainly a lot to take away um, from the work that you're doing uh, there as well. You accomplished all of this. You you went through this career change. You have kind of, like you said, from childhood hit uh, really a stride in, in your art and, and enjoying your creative expression and your emotional expression there. And then you came to the presidential precinct, having done all that <laughs> and accomplished all of that and had the opportunity to come here and inspire us with all of that. How did that fit into the whole equation for you? Um, because I know coming from our point of view, we were just incredibly fortunate to have you here. Well, um, the experience of uh, the presidential precinct in Charlottesville where, where it was really uh, amazing because I had the opportunity to network with so many talented people. I learned a lot from those people. Actually, the theme of that event or that uh, global leadership forum was in the core of my work, because I remember at that moment we worked on collaborative solutions for social impact and sustainable development goals, if you remember that. So that was really in the core of my uh, work, my passion, my interest. We did a lot of trainings and workshops. We, we learned about storytelling. We learned about how to uh, like how to uh collaborate together to create or to design solutions for sustainable development goals and i had the opportunity to network with so many people there and to meet united nations representatives uh representatives also from nonprofits there i had the opportunity to meet other follows from other programs and other uh, nationalities. So it was really an opportunity to learn from people and to learn and uh, while enjoying our time. That was really important for me because it's, it's really important to make the balance between your, your uh, make the balance between learning and enjoying your time. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, I, I just, the word, balance that you spoke uh, just really resonated with me and uh, in hearing your story and in hearing about your your inspiring words to believe in yourself and believe in the power of yourself as an individual especially as an individual woman uh, I would be a little tempted to just think of your your leadership message as this just push and push and drive yourself forward but then this idea that you come back to balance that Yes, you can believe in yourself and yes, you can accomplish incredible things, but also, you know, enjoy yourself and enjoy your surroundings, appreciate beauty. It's an incredible combination that you bring to the table here today and, and that you encourage us all towards. It's something that I know even in just this week I, I need. <laughs> and so um, you've, you've, you've really inspired me and, and really brought me exactly the reminder that I, I need and, and need over and over again. Um, yeah. So Takwa, I'll just 
I'll, I'll close out our conversation today with what's next for you. I, I, I don't know what else you could pursue or accomplish because it seems like you've covered it all already, <laughs> but um, what, what's, what's coming up next in your career? As I told you, I'm more specialized in sustainable development goals and international development. I'm really interested to dig deeper into this field and maybe maybe do one research about or research development about human development or international development. I'm looking for other opportunities to learn more about this field and uh, to learn more about the um, how to help countries how to help them like um, implement their agenda or the, implement their national agenda for the uh, SDGs or how to help people and nonprofits like invest in these uh, topics, invest in these, uh, in, in these uh, goals because it's really important as we, as we really um, young generation or young ch change makers, we have that potential. So I'm always, like uh, interested to learn more about this. So I want to dig deeper into uh, the United Nations work and to maybe different missions. So I'm open to any kind of opportunities that I can uh, can get. For the moment, I work on a business plan on how to work uh, like online for the content creation for art, how to uh, inspire people like uh, through art or maybe how to inspire people for their careers and to work on a career development projects and so on. So yeah, we never know. <laughs> Well, well, my friends, Takwa Khalifi has in, inspired <laughs> us all and, and um, really reminded us of, of what's important in, in all of these career aspirations that we, that we run after. Takwa, thank you. Um, it is just a, an absolute privilege to have you as a part of this Presidential Precinct Alumni Network. Thank you, Drew, for this opportunity. I'm so honored and glad to join the Global Founders uh, podcast with the Presidential Precinct. And um, thank you all for listening.